This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Some people were very offended when I said that I auditioned for a role in uh, South Florida in the NFL. And I was told I was too Canadian. People were, and I didn't get it. And people were offended by that. And I'm like, don't, don't be offended by that. I'm not. Randy Moeller last year in the press box said, we can't have enough Western Canadian guys like you around here. Make yourself at home. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah, buddy. Yes, it is. Welcome to the RP Show, everybody, on a uh, very big Wednesday, a breaking news Wednesday across the world of sports. We're coming to you from beautiful South Florida. That's one half of the show and the other half coming to you from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. Uh, yeah, there he is. Boom. Ta-da. Asking you, <laughs> shall receive. Uh, the Moose is with us, Darren Moose. How you doing, Moose? How you doing, bud? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How you feeling today? Like crap. Uh, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, not only do I have the cold and flu-like symptoms, you can add in bubble guts as well. Bubble Ooh. guts. Which is a, uh, a term made famous by one Darian Durant, a very good friend of mine. But before we get down to business, I was something that uh, I don't know why this came to my mind. Although this always does when I think of you and this show. Um, with uh, down here in South Florida, which you're going to get here sooner than later, there's this whole thing. They talk differently here, by the way. They're far more spiritual than Canada. They are. And I think yeah. all this talk of Tom Brady and the Dolphins, what they're trying to do is manifest it. Manifest it. That Tom Brady will one day be the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins or one day be the owner or a part of They're trying to speak it into existence. And it was our intern, Alan Lee, Remember who said about this show, Darren Moose just spoke it into existence. It's kind of what happened, right? Yes. That's exactly what happened. You are right. And you know what? Hey, good on the Floridians. If they want to speak Tom Brady into existence into Miami, uh, I love it. Hey, go for it. It feels like a bit of a weird day. I feel like we are nowhere ready to be on the air today on national television, nor radio, by the way. In Atlanta, Georgia, which we're going to get to right away. I'll just say this. A couple of viewers, I'll, I'll put in the viewer comments early. Nelson Hackowich, our VP of Sim Events, writes, What a wild day. The phones are hot <clears throat> in both the CFL and NFL. VA to BC. He's talking about Vernon Adams. And Lamar Jackson could be joining RP in South Florida. Just so you know, Lamar Jackson's hometown's about 23 miles south of here. Maybe even less. Pompano Beach, Florida is the home of one Lamar Jackson. This is just a Florida smorgasbord, a football smorgasbord down here. From Ryan H. in the YouTube chat says, Hello from Toronto, everyone. Ready for another great RP show. We'll get to the breaking news in a moment. I'm just going to tell you who the guests are today. They are from Dallas Stars TV host Brian Ray and from Pittsburgh Penguins Radio 1, Josh Getzoff. Not to be confused with Gets Laugh, Gets Off. But I think that it's got to be the same nationality and heritage, and we're going to get to the bottom of that. Can you please hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Gordon? Please and thank you. 
And the CFL fans are going to have to hold on for a second. I will go with the breaking news today if you are, haven't heard yet. Vernon Adams has been traded, the former Oregon Ducks star quarterback from the Montreal Alouettes to the BC Lions, and it's magically, I think, saved the BC Lions season. We'll see how it turns out. They're on a bye this week, BC. So we'll get to the CFL talk in a moment. It's rather earth-shattering when a starting quarterback of VA's caliber gets moved. We'll get to that in a second. But I've got to open with the Blue Jays, man, the, t- the Toronto Blue Jays. They, the Mariners, and Tampa Bay Rays all won Tuesday night to maintain their hold on the three American League wildcard playoff berths with Baltimore and Minnesota tied three games back. Teoscar Hernandez, who we are all referring to as Teo, he is now a household name in Canada as Teo, made a highlight reel sliding catch in the right field and then hit a three-run homer to give the Jays their first lead of the game as they beat the Cubs 5-3. Tonight they go for the sweep. The homer was Teo's 100th hit of the season. The eighth Blue Jay to reach the century mark in 2022. But I'll go further and say Vladdy had a solo home run and uh, batted in a run with a single to back Kevin Gosman's superb start for Toronto. Gosman struck out nine. He allowed five hits including two home runs. He's now 10-9. and nine. And then how about the work out of the bullpen? David Phelps, Anthony Bass, Trevor Richards, and closer Jordan Romano all came out of the bullpen to preserve the victory. And I've got to say this, Darren. Obviously, hey, they go for the sweep tonight. Looks like they're back rolling again. I don't know what's going to happen if they have to play the Angels somewhere down the line. They're going to be in trouble. But with the managerial change, what did we say? We knew this was a very talented team, six all-stars, but they weren't playing like it. And here's guys making individual plays, whether it be at the plate or in the outfield. They're playing like a team, and whatever John Schneider's doing, he's getting the most out of his players. And that's what coaching's all about. That's all the coaching is, you know, getting the most out of your players. And whatever message he's sending is working. He's communicated to his group in the clubhouse. And you're right. This team is capable of some really special things if they can keep this going here into the fall. Now is a good time to uh, say that we're going to be all out of order today. For those that have just tuned in, all of our new listeners and viewers, we open the show every day with the quick six show topics. And they're the most important topics as according to me, the host, the Rod Peterson Show. And I just feel like jumping all over the place today because while we're on the topic of Major League Baseball, Last night, we debuted this show on WQEE Radio just outside Atlanta, Georgia. News Talk Sports, 99.1 FM WQEE. And I feel like putting in a mandatory Atlanta Braves update every day now. Uh, By the way, uh, they got Colorado tonight. The Braves are in a thick of a race in the NL East. Three games back of the Mets there. When you think of Atlanta, I want you to think about all the viewers, what you think about. This is what I think about. I think about Peaches, I think about, obviously, the Braves, and I think about Bobby Cox and Jimmy Williams, I think about those (laughs) battles from the early 90s against the Blue Jays, I think of Tim McGraw, I ain't seen the Braves play a game all year, I think of Icky Woods, do you even, are you old enough to remember Icky Woods, the Icky Icky Shake with the Atlanta Falcons? Yeah. these are all things that I think of with Atlanta. It's the hub of the South. I've been there. haven't spent a lot of time there, but I've been there. And I feel like we've got to make a road trip. But I think it's pretty cool. As I was telling uh, our friends, uh, I, a friend last night, a radio friend of mine last night, I said the Rod Peterson show made its debut in America. 
Tuesday night. Kind of brought a tear to my eye, Moose. What do you think of when you think of Atlanta? Yeah. We lost him? Oh, he's caught now. Oh, dang it. Hey, well, listen, everybody, we are going to get to the Vernon Adams trade. Uh, I know that you're all here for the analysis of it, but I'll say it again. And I, I'm just, it's the Rod Peterson show, so we talk about what Rod Peterson wants. And uh, the guy that runs that radio station down there, WQEE, Ryan O'Neill, probably watching or listening right now, said, well, because we said, how did you even find out about us? He said he was looking for programming and found our show uh, online, listened to it for a while, and said, it's very entertaining. I want it on my station. So we're on Atlanta Radio. It's every night, 7 to 9 Eastern on WQEE 99.1 FM. Um, Well, that's kind of sucky that we've lost the moose. But I'll move on on my own. I was going to get to our NHL Atlantic Division predictions, and it's going to be a big NHL day today uh, on the RP Show because, as I mentioned, we've got Brian Ray from the Dallas Stars TV, Josh Getzoff from the Pittsburgh Penguins Radio. But without further ado, let's get to the biggest news that has come out of the Canadian Football League, which, by the way, I think of my friends in Atlanta, by name Milt Stiegel, Tracy Ham, Darian Durant, as far as I know, still owns a house there. It's a big, it's got a big CFL imprint in it. So I'm reading this from a news release from the BC Lions. They announced Wednesday morning they've acquired American quarterback Vernon Adams Jr. from the Montreal Alouettes in exchange Montreal will receive the Lions' first selection in the 2023 CFL Draft. Lions co-GM Neil McAvoy said in a news release, getting a player of Vernon's caliber provides a big boost to our offense as we continue pushing for a return to the playoffs. Unquote. The 29-year-old Adams has suited up for 67 games over the past six seasons, 56 of those with the Alouettes, the remaining 11 with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And that's the thing about VA. I'm a big fan. I'm a very big fan. The guy's bounced around the CFL. Maybe it's because I'm getting old. I don't know. It feels like he's been around forever. But he's only 29. I saw Jeff the Stamps fan right in here and say, so is he automatically the starter? He absolutely has to. Hang on a second. Allie Girl's writing from Texas. She's like, morning, Rod. Let's talk some stars hockey. We're going to... But hang on, everybody. Hang on. we got to back up the truck. Beep, beep, beep. In exactly 30 minutes from now, Brian Ray will be on from the Dallas Stars TV network, the host. And that's when we'll really get into the Dallas Stars talk. And believe me, I want to. But just hang on. How did I know that today we were going to be all over the place like a family of squirrels? Now, I'll just say this, because what that manager and owner of the radio station in Atlanta said, I find the RP show entertaining. Rod's entertaining. I don't care what he talks about. He's just entertaining. So, with Vernon Adams in his time in Saskatchewan, which I believe was 2017 when I was the voice of the Rough Riders, here's one thing I'll tell you about VA. He's not very big. I think they list him at 5'9", and he's not that. Uh, maybe in pumps. But, or pumps the shoes with heels, I'm not sure. Maybe with big heel, platform shoes. Maybe five foot nine. But I remember at uh, practice, Chris Jones was our head coach and general manager too. And whoever our quarterback was at the time, the viewers will have to tell me, re- refresh my memory who the starting quarterback was, that it wasn't Vernon Adams Jr. Maybe Kevin Glenn, somebody of that ilk. VA just wanted to play so bad. 
that in practice he started punting, just punting on his own. And he was launching bombs, punting. And he's like, hey, and then one of them almost hit Chris Jones. We were standing there interviewing him in the corner of the end zone. And Jones looked over his shoulder. And VA's like, put me in a DN next, coach. He's that kind of guy. He's dynamic. He's been on this show. We're fans of Vernon Adams Jr. He's a fan of ours. And I think that everybody else in the CFL West Division, and we have the moose back here, everybody else in the CFL West Division will be upset when they heard the news today. Uh, And by the way, everybody's writing in. They're all geeked up, moose. They want to talk hockey. Just hang on because we have breaking news today. We got to put the reins on this. We got to be in control, not the viewers. But everybody else in the West Division, primarily Saskatchewan and Calgary, I don't think would be happy with this because all of a sudden the BC Lions are a contender again with VA. He is the man. You nailed it. You nailed it. They're a contender again because, you know, they were 8-1. and one. Nathan Rourke goes down. They're not Grey Cup contenders. They might be one of the favorites along with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. But as soon as Nathan Rourke got hurt, they were no longer – great cup contenders anymore and that's no disrespect to michael o'connor or antonio pipkin i mean we just don't know what we have in those two guys and they haven't been able to show it on the field yet and michael o'connor may never get the chance but when you bring in vernon adams jr you bring a guy in who can now take this extremely talented lions roster and continue to roll he doesn't have exactly the same skill set as Nathan Rourke, but he has a lot of those similar characteristics. He can throw the ball. He can use his legs a little bit. And, you know, I hope he fits in really well with that system because this is very exciting. Yes, this has turned out to be, which I didn't plan it to be, but I should have known the CFL portion of the warm-up. And with breaking news like this, I get it. But while you were gone reestablishing your connection, we have a lot of American viewers that are going nuts over our NHL talk. And I just got to tell them, just hang on. We'll get to it more next segment, and then when Brian Ray joins us from Dallas in segment three, and then in hour two, Josh gets off the Pittsburgh Penguins radio announcer. But I Okay, so the poll question, let's put it out now. Let's put it out now, because this is the CFL section. Uh, for Capital Automall, Universal Collision Center, Capital has dealerships all across the prairies. What is Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League? And your options are Friday night, Ottawa, Montreal, Sunday, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers at the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And the traditional Monday doubleheader, the Toronto Argonauts at the Hamilton Tiger Cats, followed by the Edmonton Elks at the Calgary Stampeders. And the last I saw, and i got to just settle down here, the last I saw, it was Riders-Bombers was leading the vote. And I'm assuming that will be the case. But remember, for the first two, three years of this show, Saskatchewan and Manitoba were our leaders for viewership. It's now Alberta, as based on our analytics, and pretty soon it's going to be the state of Georgia, where they do love the CFL talk, but they love hockey too. But again, I, gotta, I, I cannot allow the inmates to run the asylum. It has to be what I want to talk about. So everybody just needs to woo-saw and back off a little bit. But I will say one thing about Rick Campbell, the head coach of the BC Lions, whom I adore. And by the way, the Lions have been so great. I was on their podcast last week. Their guy, Matt, in the PR department, he's like, Rod, what's your new email? we got to get you our stuff. And uh, I gave it to him, and that's, it's their news release running top of rodpeterson.com right now. I'm happy for the BC Lions. Their coach, Rick Campbell, would have been the first half coach of the year. But all of a sudden, your quarterback gets hurt, and pfft, nobody's talking about Rick Campbell as coach of the year. How did that work out last week? All of a sudden, he's got a chance here in the second half. 
<coughs> pardon me, with Vernon Adams Jr. being their quarterback now. And I expect that he will be able to walk in. He's already got the best group of receivers in the Canadian Football League. For a time, they were on pace to, be, to, to statistically be the greatest group of receivers in Canadian Football League history. And they, you know, with VA there, who's got a hell of an arm, we all know his legs. He's not going to run the same offense as Nathan Rourke. He's a different quarterback, but he's got all the weapons around him. So this is not a good day for the other teams and the CFL West. So, okay, when we come back, we got to talk about the NFL cuts. we got to talk about John Gruden. Think about this in the break, Moose. Would you hire him? Because if you've watched, he's come out and made a statement on his emails that got him fired as coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. He wants a job again. Would you hire him? That might have been a good poll question. Uh, World women's hockey. I want to talk a little university football with you because you got a big weekend there. The viewers want to talk about the Western Hockey League camps opening. So there's a lot to get to. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus Television and YouTube Live. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. RP Show continues on this hump day from South Florida. By the way, Edo Japan. Here's today's message from Edo Japan. Their fast and friendly service plus online ordering options are easy and convenient when you're on the go. So I get it. Everybody's all geeked up. Everybody's excited. And uh, I love it. I'm here for it. But we're going to stay on point here. And it's hour two for those that don't know that we really get more into it with the viewers than we do now. You would think, Darren, through 832 shows they would realize that. And I love the excitement, but we got we to rein it back in here. And when your feed broke up last segment, I had asked you, I said, what I think of when I think of Atlanta is Tim McGraw, Peaches, Milt Stiegel, Tracy Ham, the Atlanta Braves, the Tomahawk Chop. That's what I think of. The hub of the South. What do you think of when you think of Atlanta? I think of the Atlanta Braves. Every day after school, I watched, uh, it was a Treehouse TV or whatever Peachtree TV came from uh, out yeah. of Atlanta. And, I mean, they had old Dukes of Hazard reruns at one point. We watched different sitcoms. And then the Braves games came on. And it was Bobby Cox as the manager. It was Chipper Jones, Tom Glavin, Greg Maddox. It was those Atlanta Braves in the 90s. And they were always really good. So that's what I remember. And then, you know, I remember Dion's double play. Uh, I've watched that a few times and, and kind of remember a little bit about that. So that's what I think of when I think of Atlanta and they have a beautiful new stadium that you and I got to visit. Yeah. Well, I've seen it Mercedes stadium, but the power of the media, yours and my minds <clears throat> were influenced by what was being broadcast out of Atlanta. And here decades later, we turn the tables and we are infecting the minds of young Atlanta kids on WQEE 99.1 FM. I love it. And I tuned it in on Tuesday night. I listened to it for, for a while. I'm like, this sounds amazing. This sounds glorious. They were running Outback Steakhouse ads in our show. And then when our show was over at 9, I listened to the next show. And it was a guy by the name of Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle. Look him up. He exists. And while we do have a lot of Canadian topics on our program i feel like we'll just be known as the canadian guys because on their show it was coming up next rick tittle 
will examine the similarities between lightning and dogs. I was like, <laughs> hell yes. I think we can be Beautiful. at least as entertaining. I think we can be. So every night, 7 Did you tune in to Eastern. find out? Yeah, I did listen for a while, but then his guest stood him up. So long story. So oh, back on point. No. Uh, we'll get to the NFL cuts. Your number one source for Atlanta Falcons football coverage, the Rod Peterson Show. And NHL talk. On Tuesday, we previewed the Pacific Division in the National Hockey League. Today, we're going to preview the NHL's Atlantic Division. Are you ready? I don't think we have a drum roll sound effect, so I'll just ring the bell. Are you ready? Number one, this isn't a joke. Number one, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Frankly, you sold me yesterday when you said, one of these years, one of these years, they're going to beat that door down and win a Stanley Cup. They're a 115-point team coming back. Clearly, you don't need a whiz-bang goaltender. The Colorado Avalanche proved that last year, with all due apologies to Darcy Kemper. I think the Leafs have it in them to be the number one team. Number two, the Florida Panthers, of which I'll be covering closely. And I just think, with Paul Maurice there, he's the X factor. Coaching is so important, obviously. Um, Somebody said they need a goalie. We've got a goalie. His name's Bob, Sergei Bobrovsky. The Florida Panthers have a lot to prove, particularly after being swept by Tampa Bay in round two last year. Florida's out for business. That might be the slogan this year, unfinished business. We'll see. Number one, Toronto. Number two, Florida. Number three, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Still good, but starting to slide a little bit. Number four, the very uh, most questioned of my predictions here from people on Twitter is the Detroit Red Wings. I think at some point... One of these young teams needs to break through in this Atlantic division, and I think it's going to be Detroit. They have, they had two Rookie of the Year finalists last year on their roster. They've reworked their crease, led by Billy Hiso in goal, who was great for the St. Louis Blues, and who I think will miss the playoffs in the Atlantic division are the Boston Bruins. At some point, you go from veteran to old. We talked about that yesterday with Pittsburgh. I think that's where Boston is. They, they fired their coach last year despite making the playoffs. Let's not forget that. John Montgomery, I'm not necessarily Jim Montgomery. I'm not necessarily, I get mixed up with the skeleton racer from the 2010 Olympics. Jim Montgomery. Ottawa Senators are good, but not there yet. And I don't like their goaltend increase at all. Buffalo Sabres are still the Buffalo Sabres, and I think the Montreal Canadiens are tanking to crap the bed for Bedard. Crap the Bedard. I think Montreal's tanking again. So to recap, Toronto, Florida, Tampa Bay, Detroit, playoff cutoff here, Boston, Ottawa, Buffalo, Montreal. Those are mine. What are yours? The division is a real hard one to to, to pick for me. I think you yes, nailed it the, is. the top end of the division. The top end, I think, is pretty easy to pick. I think you're going to see you know, some combination of those teams at the top. But for me, the wild card are those young teams, and you never know what you're going to get out of a young group. So Detroit, Ottawa, and Montreal are the three teams that could all be playoff teams. They could all be at the bottom. They could be somewhere in the middle. It's so hard to predict where those three teams will finish. At some point, as you heard me say, one of these young teams needs to make the next step. And Ottawa's done it by a different way. They went and got Claude Giroux, hometown boy, obviously. Um, 
kind of piecemealing it together with not home developed guys. And Detroit's doing that, which I believe is the right way to do it. Anyways, that's today's look at the NHL uh, division-by-division predictions. Moving on to point four, and here's the thing. While they love us in Atlanta, clearly, on WQEE radio, people watch and listen to this show because they get things that you can't get anywhere else. That's always been our MO, right, right, Moose? So at this time of year, you can get NFL coverage anywhere. But I do want to mention this. As expected on cutdown day in the NFL, the New York Jets released quarterback Chris Strebler. The Cleveland Browns released quarterback Josh Rosen, a 2018 first-rounder of the Cardinals who was brought in as an extra camp arm while the team navigated Deshaun Watson's situation. But Joshua Dobbs had an excellent training camp. That's uh, made Rosen expendable. Minnesota released backup quarterback Sean Mannion and Kellen Mond, who became expendable last week when the Vikings acquired Nick Mullins in a trade with Vegas. Your Tennessee Titans are going with rookie quarterback Malik Willis, the 86th overall pick out of Liberty as Ryan Tannehill's backup. That's where uh, Ken Austin is the coach, as you know. Titans released Logan Woodside, who had been Tannehill's backup the past two years. The Dallas Cowboys left all three backups to Dak Prescott off their initial roster, but Cooper Rush is expected to re-sign and assume that role again. Also Tuesday, Kansas City released Josh Gordon, the once elite and off-suspended receiver who spent the past year trying to rebuild his career with the Chiefs. Here in Miami, the wide receiver group was too crowded for Preston Williams, who earned a starting job as an undrafted free agent in 2019. He muffed a punt here the other night if you're watching the game. And what do they say? What did Mike Abu Meshrick say? You fumble in the preseason, it's like peeing on the carpet in a job interview. You're done. And that's yeah. what happened to Preston Williams. Uh, he never quite returned to form uh, from 2019. And he, where is he going to fit in with Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, Cedric Wilson? But our guy Sam McGuavin made the Miami Dolphins. And here's the thing. I was told that he wasn't going to. And it's one thing that by the Miami media. And I'm like, you know what, Moose? At what point? Where do you re- when do you know when to turn on and off the bunk, the BS switch? When do you know? I pretty much have it off all the time. I don't listen to anybody. And I'm not sure that's right. I know. Sweet spot's probably in the middle somewhere. But you can't listen to everything you hear. You know, um, especially when it's opinion from somebody. Oh, I don't think Sam McGuavin's going to make the roster. They're probably going to cut him. You know, that's a little different than saying, I've heard he's been cut or sources are telling me he's being released. You know, when Adam Schefter talked about that with Chris Trevler, you kind of knew it was news. But when it becomes opinion, that becomes a little bit uh, harder for me to kind of take to the bank. Yeah, I get it. Eric Thomas in the chat says, all facts, Rod. NHL, NFL, CFL, breaking news for these leagues drops here. Boom. Uh, From Bombers1985, watching the chat says, bombing for Bedard? No, I like the crap the Bedard. Crap the bed for Bedard. I like it. And I can't. People in the sweatpants capital need to realize how big of a deal Connor Bedard is. He's a really really big deal which is reminding me to pick it up here speed up but just watching the nhl network they're already talking about bedard already he's a big 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 deal um and i will move on my fifth point here was wqee radio listen i'm getting it all out now i'm not going to talk about it every day i've written here rick tittle go look him up on twitter he exists 
He follows us every night at 9 p.m. Eastern on WQEE-FM 99.1. Here's what's on at the movie Eve. Beast in theaters now. With Landmark Cinemas, Idris Elba stars in a pulse-pounding new thriller about a father and his two teenage daughters who find themselves hunted by a massive rogue lion intent on proving that the savannah has but one apex predator. Text movies now to the number on the screen, 902-518-3033, and be randomly entered to randomly win a contest for tickets and treats to Landmark Cinemas this weekend. Um, point six. Canada's five-game win streak against the USA came to an end Wednesday at the World Women's Hockey Championship, falling 5-2 in the final round-robin game. It was 2-2 entering the third. I shouldn't have watched. I turned it on for the third period on NHL Network. All I saw was three U.S. goals. Bing, bing, bing. Canada's going to play Sweden in the quarterfinals on Thursday. And the reason I sped this up and we've got time for this, Canada West football, Canadian University football gets going this weekend. I've been talking to parents. They're all very excited. Everybody's in first place right now. That's not going to last past this weekend. Regina Rams at Manitoba Friday. Saskatchewan Huskies at Calgary Friday. Saturday, the Alberta Golden Bears at the UBC Thunderbirds. You're going to be on the sidelines, Moose. Tell people what they need to know about it. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. The top 10 rankings across the country came out. And obviously, Western, who won the Vanier Cups, number one. But the Saskatchewan Huskies are number two. Montreal Carabans, three. The Manitoba Bisons, I think, are number six as the only other Western Canadian team ranked. Um, so they'll be good. They're going to get their fifth-year quarterback back, who missed all of last year with an injury. And the Rams lost their quarterback, Jeff Donnelly, to an injury. So they've got a rookie starting. Um, but they've got a very veteran group, and our viewers in Winnipeg will know the name Kyle Borsa coming back to play his final year of eligibility. So very exciting uh, kickoff to the season. <clears throat> nice job. And you'll be on television, Canada West TV, Friday night. By the way, my guy Kevin writing in from Airdrie. Good morning, Rod. Love the BC trade. We'll be uh, getting into more of that next hour. Um, from our guy Jack Fulton in Alberta. Even though Rod is physically down. Yeah, I'm sick as a dog, man. I've added bubble guts to the cold and flu. He says, the program is great. Why, you ask? Because Rod's let God lead the way. All things are possible with God. Absolutely, Jack. Let go and let God. Uh, What else? I'm going to let you go, Moose, and we're going to bring in Brian Ray next, and I'll do a sports update here. So thank you. You bet. It's a busy day for Canadian tennis players at the U.S. Open in New York. Felix Auger. Alasim, Bianca Andrescu, Lila Fernandez, and Rebecca Marino are all bye. Are all scheduled for second round <laughs> matches in the singles draw. Meanwhile, Gabriella Dabrowski is in the first round action in women's doubles. The Blue Jays try for a three game sweep of the Cubs tonight at Rogers Center. A win would also salvage a split of Toronto's six game homestand after the Jays were swept last week by the visiting Los Angeles Angels. The Jays are off Thursday before kicking off a 10 game road trip Friday. In Pittsburgh, this sports update for Edo Japan. Edo Japan's fast and friendly service, plus online ordering options, are easy and convenient when you're on the go. The breaking news from the Canadian Football League today, Vernon Adams Jr. has been traded from the Montreal Alouettes to the BC Lions for a first-round draft pick next year. Lions are on a bye this week. We're going to Dallas next. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network. We're live streaming on YouTube, of course, daily. And also on air in Atlanta on WQEE 99.1 FM. 
Have you subscribed to The Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. Gorgeous day in South Florida. Not a ton going on uh, in the area, however, as the Dolphins get ready for the season opener September 11th against the New England Patriots. No NFL talk today. It's all NHL. And uh, let's please bring in Brian Ray from Dallas Stars Television, the host, whom I understand. Did I hear Clark say that you're in Fort Lauderdale? Brian, what's going on? I am. I'm uh, up the road from you in Lauderdale by the sea. Uh, My wife and I are visiting the in-laws. We've got some family and friends down here, so we're here for the week. Oh, isn't it nice? Well, if I'd known I'd have invited you over, man, I would have made some lemonade. Hey, but hey, we got a lot of people in Texas, a lot of people in Texas that are watching. They, were, they couldn't wait to get you on. They're like, let's talk some Dallas Stars hockey. Brian, the last time we talked, it was going into the round one series against Calgary. Lost in game seven. What a heart stopper of a series and a game that was. And then the coaching change comes. What did this? What did you and what did the Stars learn about themselves in that round one wild series exit against Calgary? I think we all learned that Jake Ottinger is a pretty good goaltender with what we saw in the uh, in that first round. It's to me I, when, when I look at their sieve and particularly that series, I, I view the Dallas Stars very much as a team in transition. And you know, Rick Bonus is out, Peter DeBoer is in. It's not necessarily a Jamie Ben or a Tyler Sagan driven roster anymore, but it's. Miro Heiskanen, Jason Robertson, Jake Ottinger, especially with what he did in in that seventh game. I think we learned that there is a young crop of players that are going to be the next core of the Dallas Stars. Two of them are RFAs. They They still need to get signed. But there's some transition going on. The challenge is can Jim Nill complete the fly because they still expect to be a competitive club in a playoff club year in and year out. So that's kind of where they've been and and where they hope to be going. It seems strange purely from the outside that Rick Bonus, as you know, takes this team to the Stanley Cup final now three years ago. (laughs) They were a goal away from beating Calgary last year and moving on to round two, but he doesn't and they make a coaching change. So what do you, what can you say about that situation? The two things that jumped out to me from that was First of all, Rick Bonus had done an interview shortly after you know both sides parted ways, and, and he said it was necessarily they didn't offer him an extension. He didn't ask for an extension. It very much felt like both sides agreed and felt like it was time to move on and bring in a new voice. And and even you know, Tom Gallardi, the owner of the Dallas Stars, was on a podcast yesterday and, and echoed the same sentiment. So it, it really did feel like. Everybody involved thought like it was time to move things in a different direction for the Dallas Stars. Now, in terms of their play on the ice, the biggest issue for the Stars for probably three seasons now has been a lack of offense. There's, there's been a couple of good offensive players, but this is a team that does not score a ton of goals. Uh, Rick Bonus is a defensive coach. He, he was a defensive player. You know, you're, you're not going to have a, an old Tiger change his stripes. So... They're looking to try and unlock more offense out of this roster, and it has to be out of this roster just because of their salary cap situation. And that's essentially the challenge that Peter DeBoer 
suggested and mentioned in his introductory press conference. He knows that's what's lying ahead for him. That's why he was brought in. So with Rick Bonus, it felt like everybody involved knew that it was time for a change. And Rick Bonus is one of the greatest people I've encountered, you know, in, in professional hockey. Anybody who's spent time with him understands that he's a, a heck of a personality, but he's also a pretty smart guy and understands just the different situations around the league. So it, it does sound like everybody sort of up in a good situation, especially with him going to Winnipeg. I'm going to um, <laughs> take it at face value, and if you tell me that, I'll believe it. I was just told some, one time that it's never mutual, whether it's a breakup in a relationship <laughs> or this, it's never mutual. But I will, I will, if you tell me that, I'll believe it. From some of our viewers, Robin and Prince Albert says, Go Stars! Alley Girl in Texas says, Go Stars! Robin says, uh, Stars Talk, what a great day! Robin and Randy in Winnipeg says, Jason Robertson and Jake Ottinger, future All-Stars. Listen, I know, there's, I know there's a lot of Stars fans in Canada. We've discussed why that is. But here's, my, here's the burning question I have for you, Brian, is... How much do you know about Logan Stankoven? Because I was at the World Juniors, and he might have been, he probably was, Canada's second-best player there. And listening to Edmonton Sports Radio, uh, Jason Strudwick, you might know of him, the host, uh, former Oiler, he was like, what, what do the Stars have in store for this guy? Could he be a second-line center? Or, he's not very big. Like, what do you think is the future <laughs> for Logan Stankoven, the CHL Player of the Year in Dallas? Well, I just mentioned a, a roster in transition. Stankoven, Maverick Bork, and then Wyatt Johnston are the three blue-chip prospects that in the next two to three years, they're going to be expected to be on this NHL roster. And you know, they keep doing great things in junior hockey or at World Juniors, so the, the, the hype is building around them. But that's part of this transition as well. With Stankoven specifically, and I will admit, I, I have not seen him play a lot. I, I don't have a full book on him, but I remember I was at Star's rookie development camp. I, I think this was a year ago. Might have been two, but maybe it was a year ago. The pandemic, I've lost all sense of the space-time continuum. We all have. But I was asking one of the Star's uh, player development guys just after day one, like, you know, I know it's only the first day, but sort of did anything stand out? What do you think? And the first thing that came out of this person's mouth was, Stankoven has a shot. Watch this kid because he can shoot the puck. And, and as you said, he, he's not very big. The game is changing. Players don't have to be 6'2 and 200 pounds anymore. Smaller players can find space for themselves. So everybody in, in everything I've read, he's got an NHL-level shot is what I've been told and, and even seen it firsthand in, in the rookie development camps. So... I'm excited for him in training camp this year. I'm very interested to watch him play just because of everything he's done. I don't know what the scale of 1 to 10 value is that he's going to make the NHL roster just because they do have flexibility with his age. But when I hear the name Logan Stankov, and the first thing I think of is his shot, and it's what I'm going to be watching for in uh, Stars training camp coming up. I appreciate the analysis and what you could give. Of course, you wouldn't have seen him. He's never played a game of pro before, right? He's been in Kamloops. But the thing is, what I learned from my dad's scouting is just when you're watching a game, I kept the first couple games for Canada. I'm like, who's number 10? Who's number 10? He's all over the place. It was Logan Stankov. And I'm like, this kid just will not be denied. And the World Juniors are far closer to pro-level hockey than it is junior. So I think he does have a shot. Hey, Brian, we only have a minute left, but what is your outlook on the central 
division because we previewed the Pacific yesterday and people said it won't matter because the two crossover wild cards are coming from the Central because the division's that strong and that deep. Is every team good in the Central? You know what? It, it's an intriguing division. I, I'm not going to say it's the best, but it might be the most competitive. So since we have about less than mm. a minute, I'll put it this way. Colorado's the defending champions. Colorado is Colorado. They're going to be looked at as the top gun. But I do think between St. Louis, Nashville, Dallas, Minnesota, there's been a lot of fluctuation, good and bad, with those four teams. Perron leaving St. Louis. You know, Nashville brings players in. Minnesota now gets hit with the cap crunch. Dallas, you know, they they lose John Klingberg. I really do think the bingo balls are out, and there's going to be a lot of variation going on for the two, three, four, and five spots in the Central Division. How that plays into the wild card, the Pacific is going to be interesting to watch. And with Vegas in their goaltending situation now, I think the wild card is a crapshoot. So there's the analysis on the Central and the possible wild card picture. It was very, very good. Uh, I, wonderful Dallas update. <laughs> Brian, thanks for the time. Enjoy the rest of your stay down here. And, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, we can chat down the road. I got the SPF 50. I'm ready to go, man. Thanks a lot, Rod. All right, good stuff. Brian Ray from Dallas Stars TV joining us. When we come back, a viewer takeover, all that you want to talk about. And coming up in Hour 2, more with Moose DuPont and also Pittsburgh Penguins radio broadcaster Josh Getzoff. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus television network. Of course, live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It's what we call viewer takeover in this segment. Plenty of time for it. But we're not going to get to all viewers because or listeners. Because some of them are really annoying me today. BW, though, is not. BW from Edmonton writes in and says, Rod's excitement about the Atlanta radio announcement reminds me of a first-time father. Congratulations to the whole RP crew. Thank you, B.W. from Edmonton, and I'll say it again for those that don't know. We debuted Tuesday night on WQEE Radio 99.1 FM in Atlanta. It's actually noon in Georgia, just outside Atlanta. It's a really big deal. As I said to a radio friend of mine in Canada last night, the Rod Peterson Show debuted on American Radio. Think about it. We can't get on the air in Canada. Dare I say Saskatchewan. Think about that. But in, in Atlanta, the guy that owns the radio station says, I like that guy. He's entertaining. I don't care what you talk about. Just be you. It just got so tiring. You're not this. You're not that. You, can you be more like that? No. So it is very exciting to be on the air in Atlanta, Georgia. And I'm very grateful to be on there. Uh, breaking news. Where is it here? If this is true, I can't believe this, but clearly it is. Our VP of Sim Events, Nelson Hackowitz, writes in and he says, Head coach Craig Dickinson of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders has tested positive for COVID-19, is currently quarantining, and is expected to be back with the club in time for the Labor Day Classic. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to Google, uh, giggle out loud. I'm sitting here, I've had COVID twice. I've had it twice. One time I got it in uh, Florida, the next time I got it in uh, Calgary it didn't feel any different than what I have right now, but I don't have it now. 
And I'm sorry, I gotta, I gotta say, I gotta be that guy and say today. Breaking news, the coach of the Rough Riders has a cold. He's being forced to stay home. Why are we still doing this? Jack and Volk in Alberta. The RP show is wildly successful for a good reason. Bold integrity. Come hell or high water. <laughs> Mic drop. Boom. How about that? That's the thing. Just saying it the way it is. Who knew? There's still a place for it in today's media. Which reminds me, um, Jennifer writes in from the Four Seasons Sports Palace. She says, disappointed at the implosion of Team Canada yesterday. We take on Sweden Thursday. We mentioned it in the quick six. Talked about it already. Can you bring this back and talk about what I want to talk about for a change? And that is the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, and that is which is Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League? Your options are, of course, Friday, Ottawa, Montreal, Sunday, Winnipeg at Sask, and then the Monday doubleheader, Toronto at Hamilton, and then Edmonton at Calgary. And for me, I've, of course, Labor Day Classic, we always at this time get nostalgic and think about Labor Day Classics gone by. And I am a little bit, but only in this fashion. I don't know what number Labor Day Classic it is, 57 or 58 or something. But I'm, um, I think about the, the war in the media that we would have. There was TSN radio in Winnipeg. I'd be on there referring to Gary Lawless of TSN as Gary Clueless. And ha, ha, ha. Last minute of play in hour one. Last minute of play. And then they'd come on my show and they'd launch bombs over the border at me. And it was all so much fun. And now, Lawless is in Vegas. I'm in Florida. We're not part of it anymore. And it doesn't mean we can't enjoy the game, but I'm not going to be part of the hype engine, and I don't think they need it because the games are sold out, the Labor Day Classic and the Banjo Bowl. So bravo to them. But I'm, we're not into it as we used to be. But the big news in the Canadian Football League today is the trade of Vernon Adams. It's official from the Montreal Alouettes to the BC Lions. So next hour when the Moose rejoins us, we'll talk more about that, all the Labor Day weekend classic matchups, uh, more on our NHL Atlantic Division production, uh, prediction, sorry, maybe some NFL stuff, whatever. We'll talk about that all in hour two. Stick around, everybody, after this break. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.